apps can do a lot of cool things. You could order dinner, gamble on your favorite team, and track your health. You could even get a mortgage. One click and you can be approved. I'm not sure by who or what country they're in. You deserve more from the mortgage industry. At AnyMac Home Mortgage, we believe in the need for live human interaction during a very complex process. The kind of service and guidance which an app simply can't provide. Our customers are more than credit scores and income documents. They're individuals and families who live in and strengthen our communities. Their story is our story, and that story begins in a home. Chris Sawyer is an expert on providing superior customer service and in meeting the mortgage needs of current and future home buyers. With over 18 years of experience in the industry, Chris is able to help customers migrate through the home buying and home financing process by using his wealth of knowledge as a well-qualified mortgage professional. And best of all, Chris is located in Cromwell, Connecticut, where he has helped hundreds of clients in Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island make their dreams of homeownership a reality. Visit chrissawyer.annie-mac.com, email him at csawyer at annie-mac.com, or give him a call, 860-878-8730. Chris Sawyer, NMLS number 39345, corporate NMLS number 3389238, Mac Home Mortgage and Equal Housing Lender, American Neighborhood Mortgage Acceptance Company, LLC, DBA, Mac Home Mortgage, Lo-Fi Direct, Connecticut First Mortgage Correspondent, License Lender, Broker Number, ML3389238, Massachusetts Mortgage Lender, and Mortgage Broker License Number, MC3389238, Rhode Island License Lender, License Number 20112810L, call for additional details. Pitch, Barkley looking for a seam. Great cut, Saquon Barkley in for the touchdown. Jones going in, Jones caught for the touchdown. It's Isaiah Hodgins. Jones has a man wide open. It's caught by Bellinger for the touchdown. Barkley muscling forward. Barkley, what an effort, and he is in. Touchdown, New York. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Drawing About the G-Men. No, we missed last week. Uh, I was sick, uh, but we're here this week, finally getting the playoff show. First playoff show of this podcast history. That's crazy to think about. And we got a playoff win to talk about, too. Uh, Giants avenged that uh, Christmas Eve loss against the Vikings. And this was just perfect. The Giants were just feeling it. I mean, obviously, the defense... uh, Struggled, I mean, hanging 24, but this is the playoffs. You come in, it was great. The big, really the only thing, the only gripe I have with the Giants is I think the one thing that they are away from getting, from having this team itself be a Super Bowl contender is getting home when they get after the quarterback. No sacks. I I mean, the the Vikings O-line, they got a lot of young pieces on that. I, I wouldn't necessarily say it's great. The fact that they couldn't, uh, I mean, they did get pressure on him, but I think you, you, you get uh, Kirk Cousins on the ground a couple more. I uh, That would be big. And I, I think in these next couple games, that that's going to be the biggest thing with that D-line D and that defense, if you're able to get some sacks. Because they got the pressure. They just haven't been getting the sacks. That's been the... Okay, that's been my biggest gripe with this D line all all year, but uh, I mean, a win's a win. It was great. I, I had a a rough bet. Uh, I bet uh, Isaiah Hodgins, uh, Saquon Barkley, and Daniel Jones all to score a touchdown. Obviously, Daniel Jones didn't get a rushing touchdown because of a flag, but this is a fun game. 
Sean, where's your head at, at, at after this game for the Giants? Uh, huge, huge for this franchise, huge for the fans, obviously. Um, first time we're in the playoffs in six years, first time winning a playoff game in almost 11 years. So, uh, obviously it's great. This is, uh, you know, they brought hope back to a hopeless franchise. Uh, the things that Dable and Shane have done coming in this year have been great. Um, and this offense is peaking at the right time. They've scored 30 plus in their past two games with all their starters playing. Uh, obviously the rested all their starters versus the Eagles, but they hadn't done that in two and a half years prior um, to these last two games. So offense is looking great. Uh, Daniel Jones is absolutely the franchise quarterback going forward. I think us as Giants fans have known that all year looking at his play, but I think on a national level, people are starting to understand that as well. Um, he was the best quarterback uh, in the playoffs this past weekend. Um, just what a debut from him. It was absolutely tremendous. Isaiah Hodgins looks like a real wide receiver one who we picked up off the Bills practice squad midway through the year. Uh, Saquon was great. Uh, O-line gave uh, pretty much a lot of time for most of the game. Uh, and this defense obviously struggled a little bit, but when it came down to it, when it mattered most, just like uh, most of the rest of the season, they came up with a big stop. So um, definitely you want to see more pass rush going forward. Obviously the pass rush is good, but like Jace was saying, getting more sacks would be good. And I think uh, secondary struggled a little bit, but they took away Justin Jefferson, which I think was the biggest thing. I think that was their game plan going in. Uh, don't let number 18 beat you, and that's what happened. So Adoree Jackson with another week under his belt uh, I think would be good coming into this week. He obviously hadn't played against the Eagles both times. Uh, getting Xavier McKinney back was huge. So uh, I think this defense definitely has rooms to improve, but I think that they're much more healthy than they have been against the Eagles. The first two games so definitely looking forward to it I think the offense keeps rolling and I'm definitely looking forward to the Saturday matchup with those nasty Eagles yeah I mean uh you, you said it who who thought going into this wildcard weekend with uh I mean Joe Burrow Josh Allen Justin Herbert uh Trevor Lawrence people were putting up, up there as these great quarterbacks Daniel Jones has one of the best performances I mean the only one you could really argue is Dak uh, last night outside of the wild card. But Zay, I mean, what do you think? Where, where are you thinking of the Giants? I mean, we thought we, we, we talked about it before. The Giants might be able to get a little frisky in the playoffs. Uh, duh, I've been saying it all year, and I hate to burst your bubble. Your assessment of the defense is absolutely wrong. Uh, the defense played mighty well, considering that the Vikings are. I'm not, I didn't say they played bad. Considering that the Vikings are a top offense in the league during the year, they have a ton of weapons everywhere. The Giants, again, kept Justin Jefferson to one touchdown on, what was it, like 34 yards or something like that. To me, that's practically shut down. Um, sacks, you can't get sacks when you're getting called for roughing the passer. Every time you touch the quarterback, that becomes completely that was ridiculous task. Okay. I was gonna break my TV if that ended up screwing us. Yeah, Aziz went down, and again, outside of that one touchdown from Justin Jefferson, it was tight end touchdowns. So I can only blame the linebackers for that, and we've never been able to cover tight ends with linebackers. It's just been a Giants thing that we cannot get done. It's been God, it's been an Achilles for so long for us. Hopefully, eventually, we'll figure it out. But, yeah, I think they played well outside of those two things. Offensively, 
that's where the fun becomes because I think where people are, while you know all your assessments are correct, I think where people are missing out is Daniel Jones played confident. He wasn't just out there playing and hoping. He was making throws. He was stepping in the throws that quite frankly we haven't really seen him make. They opened up that offense in ways we haven't seen this year. Throwing Statue of Liberties and 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 in that one play he had in the corner of the end zone that Sling could have had for a touchdown. That was a really good throw on the, you know, on the money. He just happened to drop it on the sideline. If Daniel Jones comes out there and plays that confident every week, the Giants have as much chance of winning as any team in this league. Well, I, I think we did see that a little bit towards the end. Uh, I mean, even the touchdown, look at the touchdown throw to Isaiah Hodges. There was just so much confidence behind that throw over the middle of the field between two safeties, just right there on the money. And again, we think of Daniel Jones, we think of what he can do with his feet, but we really don't appreciate what he does with his arm. He really makes a ton of good throws on the money. It's 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 baffling at times how people don't respect him for his dawn. But yeah, bro, if he comes out there and plays like this again, I, I don't see how, you know, I, the Giants could win this thing. I don't want to be one of those people and put them up there, but the Giants could at least get to the Super Bowl. No, I, I, I'm going to be real. I honestly feel like that if he comes because that confidence. Remember when Eli was in the playoffs, and I hate I hate comparing the two. They're two different teams. They're two different people. But there was just a different level of confidence when Eli got to the playoffs. Those playoff runs that we saw. It was just, he was just making throws at you know at a high level, high clip, huge number of yards, and that's what we saw from Daniel Jones again. And again, like, I'm not comparing the two, but if he continues to play at that level. And the Giants could put up 30, 40 points a game. Good luck. Zay, Zay you're always – the, the comparison's always going to be made between those I, two. I understand no what, Whether you yeah. like it or not. But, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're, you're seeing a, a, a lot of that stuff that you, you did see from Eli with Daniel Jones here. And it, it's uh, – I mean, he's been doing this really since the, that, that skid there at – in the, at the middle of the year, I mean, and even at the beginning of the year, he's playing great. But uh, consistency, and I, I think the Giants being in the NFC, I think it is a little bit more wide open. But first, it, before we even talk about the Giants getting to the Super Bowl, they got to take on the Eagles. And, I mean, the Eagles, they were banged up. Uh, that Week 18 matchup, they were banged up. Giants didn't play anyone. Giants were able to keep it a lot closer than it really should have been. Uh, but now you have that week, you have that bye. Uh, is this going to be a repeat of the, of that first meeting? I know it's very, very hard to beat a team three times. Yes. Zay, oh. Zay yeah. how do you see this playing out? Look, man, again, I told you I'm not making no predictions on any team, especially our team in the playoffs. But – it's very, very hard to be a team three times in a row because it's very there's not much you can show them. And you're talking about this third time the Giants will be at full health for the first time in any of their matchups outside of we don't know what's going on with Aziz Ojolari. Ojolari, he left the game last week with some type of groin injury. Hopefully he's back. Every, obviously, every bit of pass rush we can lose. But you're talking about a Giants team that if you can stop the run, 
force Jalen Hurts to have to beat you through the air, knowing that he's coming, you know, he hasn't played in a couple of weeks. He did play that one last week, but we know that was coming off an injury. Then you have a bye week, and then you, you know, you're playing again. We, I'm not sure if the rhythm is going to be there right off the gate. And I think if the Giants can take advantage of that, find a way to shut down their, their receiving core, similar to the way they did with the Vikings, the Giants could possibly pull this off. I told you, oh, yeah, I didn't think the Eagles were playing, uh, weren't that great of a team or that stellar team. I thought they had a very weak schedule, similar to the Giants. And it, it, look, it really shows in this league. If you can look at last night, if you look at the Cowboys and the Buccaneers, the Buccaneers are a very bad team. They were in a very bad division. And when they played a team that was much better than them, we saw what it came out to be last night. That's really what the case was. It was the case was that the Cowboys were that good. They were just playing a team in the worst of it. You know, they got in by default. Somebody had to get in from that division, if I'm being Listen, honest. Zay, we'll, we'll talk about the Cowboys later. Let's, yeah, no, I'm just saying. I'm just pointing out a fact. Uh, I got you. I'm just saying. I don't – I never thought the Eagles were that great all year. I thought they have a great offense. I think their offense works well. And I think the Redskins showed us that there's a formula to beat them. And I think Dable and them have watched the film on it, and I think they will execute a formula very similar to what the Redskins tried – well, what the Redskins did to shut them down. The Giants will attempt something very similar, in my opinion. Uh, and obviously, I don't want the Giants to win, so. Zay, oh, for, I mean, the way you're talking about the best team in football this year, the team with the best no, record, no, no. I don't The best record. Just because you have the best record doesn't make you the best team in football. That just means you won the most amount of games. They have been. They, they, they that really just have been. All facets, bro. The only reason they, they, they faltered this year was because they were banged up, because they had injuries. It's hard to stay consistent. But they, they, they were healthy when they lost to the Redskins. They, they, great. they weren't beat up when they lost to the Redskins. They were healthy. Practice. That was the start of them getting beat up, dude. Bro, it does not matter. At the end of the day, they had the best – record that doesn't make them the best team they didn't play some of the best teams in the league this year for you to make that compare if they had played the chiefs and walked over the chiefs the bills and all these other teams and i'm like all right maybe you have an argument here but then you look at this schedule you look at you the can Giants, only play who's on your record though zay okay you can only play who's on your team. Team. they are the team with the most amount of wins i'm not calling them the best team in the league because they can be dismantled you've seen what happened Already, they have lost games. This isn't a team that's undefeated. They have lost. Yeah. So they again to be the best team and to be a team with the most amount of wins in the regular season are two different things. Because yeah, again, but, but Zay, there's games, a, there's more of those wins Sunday. than there are those losses. So like you lose on Sunday, and all those wins in the regular season mean nothing. They mean absolutely nothing. There's a higher sample size of I, – I, I, I get that, but I mean – They mean nothing. I, I guess – I mean, everything I'm saying, I guess you could say the same about the Vikings. It, it is playoffs. You can throw That's everything outside the, out, out the window. But, Sean, how, how do you see this going? Yeah, I think it's going to be a really good matchup. Um, obviously, they beat the crap out of us the first time. But last time we played them, we were playing a bunch of second and third stringers, and we only lost by one score. So Jalen Hurts did not look that healthy. He looked really banged up. Um, they'll have Lane Johnson back, who didn't play last time he played. But even him, he's coming off a tough injury. I don't know how good he's going to look. 
They're missing some plays in the secondary. Um, they're a little bit banged up on the D-line. So this isn't the Eagles team that we saw the first half of the season. Uh, they kind of stumbled their way, not stumbled their way into their playoffs. Obviously, they're the one seed still, but definitely didn't look as sharp as they did in the second half. And this team, I mean, with all these injuries, if Jalen Hurts isn't the same guy that he was in the first half of the season, looking like an MVP contender, I think the Giants can easily win this game. Um, and you know Wink Martindale, he's going to send blitz. He's going to bring the fire at Jalen Hurts. So I think Jalen Hurts will be uncomfortable in this game. I think we're going to get a lot of pressure on him. It will especially help if we get Aziz Ojolari back. But Dexter and Leo, they look great against the Vikings. Excuse me. I don't expect that to change in this game. Uh, I think they're going to get after Jalen Hurts. And even the last game we played, they got to the red zone five times. We only held them to one touchdown. Uh, that's what our backup's in. So <clears throat> I think our defense definitely has a good shot. Uh, if we can just get this offense to score, you know, 27 to 30-plus points again, I think we definitely have a good shot in this game. And I think we could because the way that Daniel Jones has been playing, I wouldn't bet against him right now. Um, the receivers are playing at a very high level. Um, Hodgins, Slayton, even with that drop, still played a really good game. So I do believe that we can pull this off. Um, we're going to need a, another great performance from the offense, and we're really going to need to get af to get after Jalen Hurts. But I think we definitely have a good shot. And this is the first time Adoree Jackson will be playing against, you know, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. I think that will help. And we didn't have Xavier McKinney last time. So definitely expect a lot better game than we saw that first time, uh, the 48-22 blowout. I think the Giants are the team on the rise, and I think that uh, we can definitely pull this off. Yeah, I, I'm excited. Uh, I'm very nervous. I mean, I think the Eagles have been very good Don't all be year. No, I, I mean, you I believe. I, I do believe. Listen, listen. The we've seen Evan Neal struggle. I mean, this D line is. Really, oh, I really to good. That up. Also, I mean, the interior fashion. of the O line has been terrible for the Giants as well. Okay. Interior for the D line is where it's. Evan Neal, uh, they've been better lately. Evan Neal, Evan Neal's a rookie. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not going to hold it against him. You're right. I mean, we we saw Andrew Thomas and turned what he's in, into, and uh, I mean Evan Neal yeah. just seeing his growth at Alabama, he he has potential to grow and but turn into something great here. But listen, Zay, I, I think. How many sacks did how many how many times did Daniel sack the game? Once, I guess like three times. Twice, something like that. Yeah, and I, I the, this D line is a lot better than than the Vikings D line, and I I think it's going to be another round. I, I think this is going to be a battle in the trenches type game. The 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 Phillies O line is also really good. I mean, especially with Lane Johnson coming back. Uh, I mean, for that D line. Like I said before, if you you can't get home, if you can't get get after Kirk Cousins that much, uh, it's going to be even harder with Jalen Hurts being mobile and this O line being as good as it is. So I I think going back on my sack statement, I think with the roster as the Giants are currently constructed, if they can get home a little bit more, if they can get a, a little bit more sacks, I think this Giants team is an actual Super Bowl contender. But right now, I, I think they are where they're at. Uh, I think they compete. Uh, I think the NFC is wide open. But I, I think if they do get into the Super Bowl, the, they're playing with house money. Uh, I think I, I'd be a lot more sold on them if the, this D line can can make uh, can just get home a lot faster. You can only get as fast as the play. 
I, I understand that. They were running mostly quick slants and stuff like that. They weren't running the ball deep. They weren't airing it out against us. The Philly's going to run a completely different wide receiver route tree. Their wide receivers go down the field. They like to put, make plays down the field. That takes time. It's going yeah, to but you also have a better O-line who's better at staying on their blocks, and you also yeah. have a, a quarterback yeah. who's more mobile who can make the plays last longer. So it's even harder. You and it was last mobile. weekend. You couldn't you get it done last mobile. week. We got some pretty good athletic guys out there. Cave Hall Thibodeau's really athletic. He guy. is. I mean, I mean, they are. You, you took, but Jalen Hurts is also very athletic as well. AJ Brown, he's also very athletic as well. I, I would say Jalen Hurts is athletic, but Austin Scott think, is only athletic against the Giants. That's don't bring up that person. man. You, you, I think you over-exaggerate Jalen Hurts' athleticism. I feel like Darius Hosea is more athletic than Jalen Hurts. I'm going to say it. Okay. I feel like he is. I like that. But, but, I mean, if anything, he's right behind him. Like, he, he's, like, if wherever you have Daniel Jones ranked as the most athletic QBs, Jalen Hurts... If not right in front of him, he's right behind him. Like he's, he's right there. Underrated. I just think DJ is underrated. I, I think we look at Jalen Hurts, and I think a lot of Tom Ligo, oh, he's super athletic, has super athletic. I think a lot of that plays in the skin color because to me, he seems just as I think he's even less athletic than Russell. He to me is that I don't uh, say no. Seahawks Russell early. Seahawks. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Zay, early on in the season, he was Bro. on pace to break Lamar Jackson's rushing Lamar touchdown Jackson, record. Lamar like. Jackson runs, and you see the things he does, the cuts, the spins, the all, all that stuff he does. Before Jalen Hurts got banged up, he was looking like that, dude. But now he's hesitant. He never, never to, like never to Lamar level. Jackson level, bro. There's very few that ever do yeah, to that man. level. RG three before he was game. on pace to break Lamar Jackson's records. Granted, I know it was uh, there is an extra game, so I mean, don't say he wasn't on Lamar's level when he was. Yeah, for a couple games. All right, gotta see him more. I'm he still saying, was. Defenses don't get out there and be like, oh, Jalen Hurts running. They don't. They don't look at it like they look at Lamar Jackson. Because you also have AJ Brown there, who's an even more dominant force. So you got to worry about him rather than oh my gosh, Jalen Hurts running, and then also that defense. Like, there's a lot of much, factors. I think I don't know how much the Eagles are going to want to run Jalen Hurts though, especially if they want to yeah. advance in the playoffs. They're going to need him healthy. I mean, that's the probably the biggest piece well, of their I offense. Mean, regardless, like he he's going to have to make some plays with his legs. Like that that's just how that offense has been this, this whole season. Like at times he's going to need to and. That's why you, that's you're why right. They're going to try and limit it, but well, yeah. That's why I feel good about the Giants' defense in this game because I think they're going to dial it back. We even saw that last time we played them. I don't think he's going to have as many rushing attempts as he has had all season. So that's a big part of their offense. If they can't run him, um, and especially if say they fall behind, they're going to have to rely on him passing the whole game. I just see that as a better chance for the Giants if he drops back thirty to forty times. I think that's bigger opportunity to get pass rush going. And if we don't have to worry about that run game, uh, you know, we can pretty much just play two deep safeties the whole time, make them throw the ball, which would be uh, advantageous to the Giants, I think. Yeah, we're yeah. we, this, this next show could be a losing show. It could be a winning show. But if the Giants can find a way to stop that run, force Jalen throw the ball and 
Corliss can play some coverage for a couple seconds, we can win this game. And I'm only saying that based on the fact that I think offensively, yeah, we don't got the best pieces, but I think they're starting to figure it out. They really are. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, even like, even like a guy like Kenny Galladay, like has shown a little bit. He's kind of bought in a little bit. I mean, he had that touchdown week 18, first touchdown as a giant. And then he also did have a nice block uh, against the Vikings. So he is, he's actually playing and putting in some effort when he is on the field. So yeah, maybe something. I mean, yeah, we, we've seen, and even though it has taken him all season, someone he's starting to buy in. So hopefully that can progress. But I think with this game, uh, I mean, we're going to move on here, but I think as a Giants fan, even if the Eagles blow the door off the Giants and replay what what they did in that first meeting this season, as a Giants fan, I'm not that mad because, I mean, the Giants have exceeded expectations pretty much every step of the way this whole year. Um, You know, you had to fight you to get you to believe that, you know, the Giants are going somewhere. You weren't on the wagon at the beginning of the year. Yeah, th- this was the this was the test year. This was the contract year. Nice. I wish Joe was here, but he left us with politics. Was... I wish he could coast off. I mean, he left us with politics. Though, but... <laughs> hey, yeah. I mean, hey, hey, speaking of Joe, imagine him talking about this game and uh, him uh, relishing what Justin uh, Herbert has not been was not able to do and the Jaguars Trevor Lawrence 20 what was it 27 nothing oh my goodness that would be on here for three hours that yeah that would be yeah just a three-hour rant but I mean listen I mean Justin Herbert didn't have the best game but it's it's the franchise, dude. Like I mean, look at the Vikings. We we, we talk about the Vikings always it's having heartbreaking. Zay, think about they it. They are cursed. Think nah, about bro. it, Zay. Think bro. about all the years. Philip Rivers, LT, Antonio I mean, Gates. Yeah, Antonio Gates, not Vincent Jackson. It's not what it is. Solid bro. defense. It's not what it is. It's just don't got. They just don't got the players, bro, to get it done. Bro, they, they ain't had as much of a they, lead. They got the players to get it done. They're cursed. They, they had They're one of the most talented rosters in the league. They had as much of a lead as you can have in that game, that you can ask for in a playoff game in the NFL, yeah. and still couldn't get the job done. That is not – that's just – you got terrible players, bro. Yeah, again. Is it players or coaching? Is it players just, or coaching? I'll continue to say Justin Hibbert's overrated. I'll continue to say because he doesn't get it done when he needs to get it done. He puts up big numbers and all this other stuff, but even in his big number games, he loses. But Zay, is, the, is that done in the end? Zay, is that coaching or is that Justin Herbert? I mean, I, I think th- this year I've, I've been saying that this, this whole year on this show, this year's the year where it isn't really all about the quarterback anymore. Uh, I mean, we're going to go in the playoffs. P- people are going to talk as much as about the quarterback. I think coaching's a big thing. I I I think with as much talent they have, I think Brandon Staley just isn't the guy. Uh, I I know there's rumors about uh, Sean Payton possibly coming in there, but I think you got the talent. 
<laughs> Justin Herbert, he, he's shown glimpses. So <laughs> why we keep talking about Sean Payton like he's some like he's some, like the second coming of Jesus? Like he's gonna come to save these teams because he saves Cause the he, Saints. Because he's gonna, he's gonna come. He's getting a job somewhere, bro. He's getting a job somewhere. Whether it's I don't know if it's this year, I don't know if it's next year. He's gonna come out and get something sometimes. Be nice. Listen, but let, let's let, enough about the Chargers. Jags come back, get that big win. Uh, Casey, obviously, uh, after the they got the bye, being the number one seed. Can uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence four interceptions in the first quarter? Um, the crazy, but I mean, it, he hasn't lost on a Saturday. This game will be on a Saturday. Sean, is Trevor Lawrence going to knock off Patrick Mahomes? Nope. Um, I think it will be a good game because this Jags offense is legit. Um, they have a lot of weapons, uh, including somebody that I don't want to mention, number 17, that plays tight end. But uh, they are a good offense. Their defense has stepped up in the second half of the season. Uh, they played a lot better. I think it will be a tight game. I think the Chiefs are favored by like eight and a half. So I think I would take the Jags with the points, honestly. Um, but I think it, it's Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs. He's the best quarterback in the league, probably the best player in the league. Um, he's here for a reason, and he's here to win a Super Bowl. So I think the Chiefs will definitely win this game. I think it will be probably a little bit tighter than people expect. I expect a lot of points in this game, uh, two really good offenses. But in the end, I'm not um, not betting against Patrick Mahomes. I think they go out and get this win at Arrowhead and uh, move on to the AFC Championship. Zay, you, you going with an upset? Yep. I'm running the Jacksonville thing out all the way to the championship, just like I did Cincinnati last year. Wow. Yeah, boy. Here's the thing, and, and, and I keep saying that, I keep saying, Kansas City has a chance to lose. The problem is I think they haven't faced teams that have that ability to pull it off in the second half, and I think the Jaguars, they find a switch or something in the second half. They are just – bro, that was an amazing game. Like, either – he is the second coming of Tom Brady or – bro, I, I don't even know. How do you throw four interceptions and then come back and win the game? That, that to me, is more than just a miracle, bro. That, to me, is a signs. And I'm running with the signs. I'm going to take the Jaguars. I really do think the Jaguars have the ability to win this game. I think they are loaded with weapons between Zay Jones and Travis Etienne, which I wish – we had grabbed, but I ain't getting into it. We didn't have a pot, you know, whatever it turned out, how it is. But I like, I like this team, bro. I do. I really, really do. I, I said it when they played us, they could have beat us. I said they, they come away, they were that good back then. I think they're even better now. I think they found a way to win before they were just trying to find ways to win in early in the season, but now they know how to win. So, I'm rolling Jags all the way on this one, maybe. Okay, so Zay's I, just gonna go underdog all the way. I'm home, home. Dude, it's it's no, the the Jags. No, you you're not beating Patrick Mahomes. I do think the no, I I do think no Tyreek Hill is gonna uh, hurt 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 Kansas City in the playoffs here, but it's not gonna be against. It's not going to be against Trevor Lawrence, bro. It's not going to be against the Jags. Yeah, Doug Peterson's great. Yeah, they have 
this shows how bright their future is. But no, not against Patrick Mahomes, not against the, the, the soon to be MVP of this league. No, I mean, I, I understand he didn't play last week. I understand you might have have a little bit of you might have forgot what it looks like when he steps on the field. But uh, no, not against the Jaguars. I, I do agree with you though. I do think it is going to be closer than a lot of people think. But uh, no, the Chiefs are. Chiefs are going to the AFC Championship. We shall see. Okay. I think people aren't giving the Jaguars enough attention, bro. All right. You know what uh, show you can't – I mean, what game you can't give enough attention to? Bengals, Bills, uh, the game that unfortunately had to get uh, called short uh, due to DeMar Hamlin. Uh, it's great that he's out of the hospital and everything. Now we finally get to see it. Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. Uh, I mean, I, I said it last year and everyone, uh, looked at me weird. Joe Burrow's going to another Super Bowl, baby. And this is going to be it. This is going to be this year. Uh, the bills did not look great. That defense didn't look great. Uh, I mean, letting the dolphins get back into it. I mean, and also granted, the Bengals didn't look that great. But, dude, when that Sam Hubbard, when something special like that happens, uh, I think that's just the Joe, the Joe Burrow magic. Like, I mean, I know he isn't even on the field, but that that's just what the, – the, that's just the feeling. Like, that's just the magic that, that's been around Joe Burrow his whole career, even – when he's not on the field, you get that lucky, you get that lucky bounce, and th- th- this is what happened all all last year when we were in the playoffs. Just things go the right way for the Bengals, and I think it's con- going to continue to go. And I, I mean, Josh Allen and the Bills—they looked great at the beginning of the year, and then something's happened. And j- th- there's been times, especially at the end of the year, Josh Allen's looked like Dak Prescott. I mean, just throwing interceptions left and right. And I think, uh, and the Bengals, they did up the, the O-line. Obviously, a bunch of them are banged up right now. They needed to. They got better. Bills, they still don't have a running game. Their secondary still beat up. Uh, uh, they have injuries. I mean, they're, they're, the defense is banged up. Obviously, no more Von Miller. Um, But, yeah, so I, I think... Bengals continue to roll, uh, and Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow in the AFC Championship yet again. Uh, Zay, I, how do you see this playing out? Uh, same way you do, but not for all the exact same reasons. Um, I laughed when Dable came to New York because people were like, oh, well, you're not bringing Josh Allen with you. That might have been a blessing in disguise. Uh, while Josh Allen is a good quarterback, to me, he doesn't have that killer. He doesn't know how to put teams away. Even in last year, you saw when they played the Chiefs, you couldn't have had any less time in the quarter or in the fourth quarter, and they still found a way to come back and win. Uh, again, last week they probably should have lost that game because again, Josh Allen doesn't have that killer. He's not putting away teams. He's throwing stupid interceptions that are keeping teams in the game. He had turnovers in that game that just shouldn't have been. It, for no reason should it have been, and it should have never been that close. But because of his turnovers, he allowed a quarterback who 
hadn't even played before, started his first game in the playoffs, actually make that game competitive. So for me, I think the Bengals win it just because I don't think the Bills as a right now, I don't think they know how to put teams away. I think they know how to win with teams and the teams that are worse than them, you know, they don't swing it with them. But I think a team like the Bengals who can swing with them, who have the firepower to win the game, I think they will beat them because the Bills will let them hang around no matter what happens. So I, I'm taking the Bengals all the way. I'm Joe Burrow in this. But do as he get to the Super Bowl? Now nah, you're crazy. But. I don't know. Yeah, that's the know. Jaguar, Chase. Hey, but, I mean, my take last year was if he got to the Super Bowl, he'd get back to another. You're telling me in the next couple of years you can't see Joe Burrow get to my another My take Super last year was that the Bengals were getting to the Super Bowl. I picked that in December. Okay. You don't remember that bet I had with the No, I got you. And I'm telling you now they're not doing it again. Watch the Jaguars. I'm telling you the momentum is there, bro. Jag City. Right. Jag, Jag City. If we get All a right. Jags Giants Super Bowl, that will be amazing. That'd be epic. The Coughlin Cup. Jesus, people would be so disgusted. There'd be so many people disgusted. Get some, uh, get some so revenge on Doug Peterson. Sean, so, how you, do you see this playing out? Could what? you imagine? Oh, before I give you a second, could you imagine Daniel Jones going to Super Bowl before Dak Prescott, Tony Robo, any of these quarterbacks that he was supposed to be? Worse than Justin Hibbert, all these guys. Could you imagine? Dave Gettleman would be doing backflips in his house. <laughs> yeah. He would call the Giants for a check. Don't worry, come off, Get back to what you're saying. No, that's that's true. Um, I also think the Bengals are going to win this game. So all three of us have the Bengals, which probably means the Bills will win. But I think that the Bengals' defense is really underrated. Um, one of the best scoring defenses in the league. Don't give up a lot of points. Uh, they have a great second-half defense. So they get after you with pass rush. Um, pretty good secondary except for that bomb Eli Apple. But I think the Bengals um, also have the best receiving core in the league. So they're going to attack this um, injured Bill secondary. So I think it will be a really close game. Uh, I think both AFC games are going to have a lot of points in it. Um, probably smash the overs in both of those. But... I think the Bengals will come out in the end. Uh, Joe Burrow has been clutch his whole career, so I could see you know a game-winning drive going down late to win it. Uh, like I said, yeah, I think it will be a really good game, but I'm going to give the edge to the Bengals because of their defense, and uh, I think Joe Burrow does have that killer instinct um, and will go and win this game for them. I will say, though, if DeMar Hamlin is at this game, I feel like that could change the vibes and – Bills Mafia will go nuts. They would go nuts. There'd be dildos all over the field. A lot of broken a lot of broken tables out in that tailgate. It'd be a sweet story, but these are this isn't the movies. This is real life. Um, okay. And as much as a booth that that is, talent still gotta go out there and perform. I, I mean as much as a good story is gonna make it'll make a great story for the news and all that, talent still gotta go out there and perform. It just has to happen. Yeah. Bills have talent. They just got to stop turning the ball over so much. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not denying their talent. I'm just saying talent's got to go out there before. I'm not denying they have talent. That's not what I'm saying. They no. Do it. We got you. Yeah. And it's interesting. that This is obviously going to be the marquee matchup. This is going to be the game. You're going to hear from today's Tuesday. You're going to hear it. Everyone talk about it Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. 
Saturday all the way till Sunday. Um, Oh, no, I think the Giants Eagle game is just as big, bro. Round three. Oh, they all the big. I don't, like, don't, don't want to be. I don't want to be the one because it's our team. But you talking about round three? The Giants got nothing to lose. I mean, I, I mean, they'll talk about it. But you, you're talking like they're gonna talk about the bigger. The, honestly, the Giants and the Eagles. That's gonna be the the the, the game that gets talked about the least. I, I, I think on the big air. That's the way I like I, it. I, I, that I doubt, but I do think the next game we're probably going to talk about will be a Everyone's going to talk about talking. Everyone's going to talk about it. All Literally the 90s boomers, rock and roll all night, purdy every day. Um, I mean, I, yeah, everyone. I, I Man, I had a Paul Heyman intro. That's, yeah? That's big time. Yeah, but... uh. Yeah, that that was that I did see that. That was great, but uh, I, I don't know. I think the only person you can argue that was better than Daniel Jones this past Wild Card weekend was Dak. He looked great. I mean, he, he did look great. I I know you're Winston there, Zay, but I I got to give credit where credit's due. I it hurts me to say, it, but he three hundred plus yards, four touchdowns. That's good. The the thing is is can I can Michael Parsons get pressure? I think Michael Parsons is going to be the big thing here. If you can get with Brock Purdy, if you make him uncomfortable as much as you can, uh, if Michael Parsons can get in his face, if uh, Demarcus Lawrence as well, if they can get after him, they can get him uncomfortable. With his lack of experience, he's going to make more more mistakes that way, and and that's what the that's what the Seahawks were able to do in that first half when they were leading at half. So I, I think if Michael Parsons can be that game wrecker, Dak play mistake free, uh, I mean, and get the run game going with Zeke and Pollard, I, I think the Cowboys, they're just too hot right now. And despite all the weapons, despite how good the defense is for San Fran, I, I think. I think the Cowboys win this game, football game. I, I I hate to say it. Ugh. It sucks to say. But uh Yeah, I I think I think Dallas I, I think they're getting hot at the right time here. I like your strategy as a Giants fan, uh, picking them here just to give them a reverse jinx. I love it. Um unfortunately I'm not gonna do that because they're going to lose anyways. They have no chance in this game. Um, Niners offense is loaded with talent. I mean, just way too much. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, McCaffrey, George Kittle, Trent Williams, probably the best left tackle in the league. Brock Purdy has looked great so far. So I think they get after it. And this Niners defense is legit. Um, Dak, you know, he played great yesterday, but also beat a team with a losing record. Good for you. Another playoff win, probably the last one of your career, Dak, because you stink. Um, so, yeah, I think the Niners win this one pretty easily. Um, I think they win by at least a touchdown, and they'll be moving to the NFC Championship to take on the G-Man for a little rematch from 2011. But, uh, yeah, Cowboys, no chance. Dak's going to turn it over like he has all year. Um, Niners rolling this one. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. This is with the Cowboys. Showing yeah. the 49ers. So it's clearly – the smarter of the two, because there's no way the Cowboys should win this game. But 
the Cowboys in the playoffs. Don't overthink it. Imagine a scenario where the Cowboys knock off the 49ers and the 49ers call Tom Brady because that's where the rumors are. And go, hey, the Cowboys knocked you off. They knocked us off. Let's get together and make things happen. Could you imagine if that would happen? That'd probably be amazing. That'd make a great storyline for next year. But wait till the offseason. We're going to have a bunch of different episodes about that. But no, I'm on the same boat with Sean. Um, well, I do agree with everything you're saying about making Brock Purdy, you know, forcing him to do this and making mistakes. That team is loaded on offense. And if it becomes a shootout, I'd rather have that loaded offense than rely on Dak Prescott to make plays for me late in the game. That's just what it comes down to. Rather, you know, honestly, I, I can't see a scenario where the Cowboys come out and dominate. They could win. Obviously, it's football. Anything can happen. Brock Purdy can come out and play the worst game of his career, and they could stink it up and lose. But when you mix in home field advantage and the way that he's been playing lately, I just don't see it in the cards for the Cowboys. I do think they will be going home. I will be happy when black Kirk Cousins and white Kirk Cousins are both out of the playoffs. It'll make me feel way better. And then once we get the Eagles out the way, that'll make me feel even better at night. So I'm rolling with Sean, and I'm going to go with the 49ers on this one. I can't see it, Jace. I really can't. Listen, I mean, this is, I, I think, uh instance where that's kind of reversed from last year. Uh, I mean. Defense is loaded. No, l- listen. No, listen, listen. The Dallas Cowboys, they played in the best division. Last year, you would have said the Niners played in the best division. And I, I think, look at what, how the Niners were able to use that and get to the NFC Championship against the Rams. I think we're, we're on pace to have something like that happen again. Because I think the NFC East was just that much better than the rest of the NFC this year. I wouldn't go that far. Yes, sir. Nick Nick Bosa is going to put Jason Peters in a retirement home after this game. Anything you can do better, I think Parsons can do. Okay, or not against yeah, Trent Williams. You better be doing it on the right side. Okay, and you also got the Marcus. I mean, I, I, either way. This is going to be a fun game. I think, the, I mean, Sunday has it. I think the two most fun, most impactful games, I think, are going to be there. I mean, obviously, we're going to love the Giants-Eagles games because we're Giants fans. But, I mean, I love it. Throw, throw away all the fandom. The two Sunday games, I think, are the most interesting and the most fun. Right, that's, that's absolutely false. That's, that's just crazy, though. What? Yeah. Saturday night is going to be a very interesting game because that could be a barn burner. We could be talking about a really – again, I think we paid too much into this AFC thing. Didn't we have a rematch of the Chiefs and Bills earlier this year and the game was like a big old flop? Like nobody scored. Everybody was banging the over, and I think they scored yeah. like 20 points combined or something. Like, don't do that, bro. These games on Saturday are just as important as the games on Sunday. Because I, I mean, Saturday, they are just as important, but... Saturday could have the potential Super Bowl matchup, so whatever. They could. The people, the people want to see the rise of Daniel Jones. Look, people it's would dime hate, time. People would hate Daniel Jones in the Super Bowl, and I would love to see people mad. 
Ooh, the JT56. Good luck against Philly. The laughing. Bro, I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I don't want to verbalize it. I don't want to put it out there. But, like, just the way things are swinging on social media, I'm I'm getting, like, kind of Team of Destiny vibes from these Giants. Like, there's a lot of talk. A lot of people are are starting to hop on the train. I, I think, I don't know. Something is crazy, crazy, more crazy stuff has happened. I'm not running my mouth. I'm not trying to eat crow. Just eagle, bro. I'll eat the crow. I'll, I'll eat the pie. Whatever. A lot of eagle. I'll live and die by my takes. But uh, yeah. All right. That's gonna do it for today's show. Thank you, Sean Scanlon, King Zay, for joining me. Big Jace, John about the G men. Big shout out to Andy Mac Home Mortgage uh, for sponsoring today's episode, and also big shout out to CloverCrestMedia.com. Make sure you check it out for other great podcasts just like this one. And, uh, I mean, we had an exciting wild card weekend. We're going to have an exciting divisional round, uh, divisional round games here in the playoffs. And then on to the championships. And sooner than later, we're going to be talking about the Super Bowl, fellas. And, uh, XFL. Yeah. Then XFL. Yeah. And then football will go away. And, Wait, we're not, right now. Yeah, gotta, gotta enjoy it while it lasts. Yeah, I, I'm excited. I, I've been saying this the past couple weeks. I'm excited for this offseason to talk about the Giants because there's a lot of fun stuff that can happen. There's a lot of interesting uh, storylines going in. Me and, yeah. got, me and Sean got baseball, so we'll be all right. Yeah, I'm not a baseball guy. <sighs> I don't know how good the Sox will be, but no, yeah. To, to, <laughs> Uh, to see what they've done with no cap space this year, uh, bringing guys off the streets, you know, signing guys from practice squads, and now they're starting, you know, for us in the divisional round. Once they actually have money this off season, um, I think it's going to be a lot more fun, and I, I have all the trust in Joe Shane, so it is going to be a, a fun off season, regardless of what happens. Um, but yeah, let's go kick some eagle ass Saturday. Yeah, I mean, this is like really the first time in a while, like. People want to play for New York. I mean, Dable's changed the whole culture. Even when, like, with Ta- with Coughlin, like, Coughlin was very polarizing. And some, so you just rub people the wrong way. Dable's the guy. I think you can get anyone. He, any big-name uh, uh, free agent, uh, Wall Dable, and the, the, we have his dynasty right now. I think it is going to be a dynasty. Oh, yeah. I, I think, I think we're going to – I think the Giants are going to be able to get people. (laughs) Shout out to Odell for signing. Bro, that's cat, bro. Bro, he he wouldn't even... The rumors were he wouldn't be cleared till like, late January. So he would have, like, only played in the Super Bowl. Yeah. We'll we'll get him next year on the the bet minimum. Bro, that's cat. Anybody, but it would be nice. We can get... I, I think with the way everything's going, like... People are going to want to come and play in New York. Might not even have to see coaching staff next year with the way that our offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator are getting calls. Be a I, I hope team. they both stay. We hope, but again. I mean, yeah. Wink, Wink's too old to, to leave. Wink's too Wink's yeah. not going to go be a head coach anywhere, dude. Money talks. Wink's there as long Dable's there, dude. 
I think Kafka, if anyone's going to leave, it's going to be Kafka. Kafka's definitely going to be a head coach at some point, but I at least hope he's back for next year. Yeah, and I mean, open up. I mean, and Dable getting a little bit from the, the Chiefs playbook that Kafka has, bringing someone from the Shanahan system as the new OC. Fix everything up like that. That could be – something could happen there. Don't forget Dable can call a play. Or, uh, I mean – What's his name? LaFleur there, too? Yeah, Dable can't call plays. I mean, yeah. LaFleur just got fired from the – or just left the Jets, so that would be a good pickup. If Kafka does leave, stay in New York. But, uh, all right. Yeah, I've seen what he did with the Jets. I'm not a fan of that. I'm not a fan of that. I mean, he also – I mean, he also had a terrible, terrible quarterback. I, I love Zach Wilson. I don't want to hear that because – Shout out Utah. The state of Utah. I don't want to hear that because I, I love Zach Wilson. I liked him. Daniel Jones was a terrible quarterback for years. So I don't never a terrible that. quarterback. For years, he was labeled a terrible quarterback. And now all of a sudden he gets a good coach and an offensive coordinator and people who know what they're doing. Can change everything, bro. You're right. But right now he's really bad. And I I never said Daniel Jones was ever bad. I don't think anyone Anyone, no one ever said Daniel Jones was bad. I think he was just always just mediocre. But now he's showing that he's a little bit more than that. But all right. We're rambling now. That's going to do it for today's show. Like I said, make sure you check out Clovercrest Media. Make sure you follow us on Facebook. Subscribe to us on YouTube. And that's all for John about the G-Band. We'll be back next week to talk more Giants football. Peace out, everyone. A little pitch. Barkley looking for a seam. Great cut. Saquon Barkley in for the touchdown. Jones going in. So caught for the touchdown. It's Isaiah Hodgins. Jones has a man wide open. It's caught by Bellinger for the touchdown. Barkley muscling forward. Barkley won an effort and he is in. Touchdown New York. Hello, my name is Joe McGuire. I'm the president of Clovercrest Media Group. And here at CMG, we have a wide variety of podcasts, including sports shows like Keys to the City, The Roll Call, Throwing Jabs, All Four Downs, and Jawing About the G-Men. And great true crime shows like Sticky Week, Crimes and Consequences, Ivy League Murders, and Bird, The Unsolved Murder of David Eichmann. You can find all these podcasts and so much more by visiting clovercrestmedia.com.